Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. I'm your host, Shad Turner, and I'm doing something new on this episode. Uh, this is episode 32, by the way. And you may have noticed that last week I missed the episode. I did not have a recording that I put out. Uh, we had some family in town uh, from Costa Rica, and we had uh, basically... Being their last week here, I had to take them around, do do a little more shopping, um, just you know, take them out to eat a couple times, and also on Thursday, which is like my oh shit day if I have not recorded yet, then on Thursdays, I'll do my recording and get it edited and uploaded so it'll be ready for Friday. Well, since they were leaving on Friday, they wanted to have a family dinner, for which only my wife and I showed up. But that's another story altogether. Um, so anyway, so I completely missed uh, last week's recording opportunities because let's face it, family comes first, right? And uh, so anyway, so here we are, episode 32. And um, I'm doing this with a video component as well. So if you're watching the video, well, obviously, you know that I'm here. If you're only listening to the audio on a podcast, then I highly encourage you to either go head over to our Facebook closed group. That is where I will host these videos, but you can also find it on YouTube as well. You just got to search for reclaimed American podcast and it'll show up. But anyways, uh, getting into it, this episode is going to be called fun times, upcoming events and updates, something like that. So before we get started with all that, though, we've got the Baby T Chronicles. So here we are. Now we're in week 25. And um, I tell you, I, I wasn't sure we'd make it here. <laughs> Actually, no, maybe I, I should not say it like that. Um, I had no idea that we could make it here because, you know, 17 years, my wife and I tried to have a kid and it just did not happen. But here we are now, week 25. Uh, for my wife, it still feels kind of surreal. She's not, some days she wakes up, she's like, oh my God, is this really happening? And then the baby kicks and she's like, oh, yeah, it's happening. I think that was my kidney. But, um, and as my wife has put it before, this has been the most um, taxing time for her. I mean, she's even gone through gallstone issues which don't get me wrong, up to this point, the gallstones have definitely been more painful because there would be hours where she would be laying in a bathtub just basically screaming because she's in so much pain. And um, now, right now, it's just a shit ton of physical discomfort. So it's definitely been the most challenging thing she's had to deal with. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It's something that she's been wanting the whole time we've been married. And it's finally happening. So at the moment, mama and baby are doing fine. Every now and then, uh, Daphne will sucker punch uh, a kidney or uh, or um, use her, her ovaries as like a soccer ball. Uh, she said sometimes it even feels like she's using her liver as like a trampoline. goes just like, boom, boom, boom. sucks ass. But again, it is what it is, you know? I mean, different women have different experiences with pregnancies. And in the case of my wife, She's been blessed with every symptom under the sun. Uh, totally sucks for her because like my, my sister-in-law, the one that's married to my, 
wife's brother. She got pregnant. She's had three kids, three girls, all three of them. Yeah. She got a little bit of sickness in the beginning, but then it was like rainbows, lollipops and sunshine. Um, but <laughs> not so for my wife. Um, I feel for her, but I, I t truly appreciate what she's going through. I don't know what she's going through. I don't feel it. I feel like I might've put on some of that sympathy weight though, but outside of that, I don't, you know, some guys get like the morning sickness with the wife or, or stuff like that. Nah, me, I, I got none of that. Um, I got the steel stomach that's a little overbloated at the moment, but still nothing, nothing really bothers my, my uh, digestion other than fried chicken, Popeye's fried chicken. Now, when I say it bothers me, it doesn't like make me uh, upset or anything like that. But you can tell when I've eaten fried chicken, there's definitely a certain smell that comes out from it. And to be fair to Popeye's, um, churches does it too. So whether it's churches or Popeye's mild or spicy, you can tell when I've had fried chicken because uh, there, there's a different aroma that comes from there. But uh, now that we've totally gone to a shit show, um, let's move on to the next subject, shall we? Uh, but yes, mama, baby, doing good. We're at 25 weeks. Next week will be the official six-month mark. So we're totally excited about that and can't wait for it to get here. Um, now let's also talk about the next thing. Uh, again, if you're watching this video, you're watching a video. I finally set up a camera. It's not an official webcam. It was a one of those action cameras that I got off Amazon for like 25 bucks. And um, it's got a 170 um, degree wide angle lens on it. So you can see my hands way out here. I'm, I'm like stretched out. I'm like, I'm almost six foot and I'm an arm's length from the camera and you can see my fingertips. So it's got a really awesome wide angle lens on it, which kind of sucks because this is my spare bedroom. And at the moment, I got blankets all over the bed because when we wash blankets, we just throw them in here until we get around to folding them up. I know I should be more responsible and fold them up, but Hey, at the moment it's just me and my wife, but that's a habit we'll have to get out of once we have baby Daphne. But anyhow, so yes, I am using a small camera now doing a video component to these episodes. Um, officially I'm using zoom to record this and then, going back and doing the edits and all that nice thing with zoom. They, once I'm done recording, it will download to my computer, the video and the audio. So the audio, I can then move over to audacity. And once I have it there, I can crop it and splice it and do all kinds of edits to make it sound a little bit better. But I don't know how to do that with the video yet. So we're going to see how that works. And uh, I get the feeling this video is going to be raw. Um, unless I can, like I said, figure out how to do the edits, maybe clean up the sound a little bit. Although with, uh, with Zoom, I've got to give them credit. Their audio is really good through the computer. I've listened to it through the phone because I've called it. Call, I've set up a meeting and called it with my phone. And it does have a different sound to it not quite as um, crisp and clear as what Zoom does or what the, the PC side of Zoom does, but it does work. So that's what I'm doing to make this. And like I said, I'll, I'll start putting it up to YouTube 
I'll definitely put it on my Facebook closed group for Reclaimed American Pro uh, Podcast. And um, that's, that's where you can see me. Um, I know I have a face for radio. I apologize for that. But, hey, at least this is my good side. Anyways, <laughs> so moving on from there, um, yeah, like I said, I, we had family in from Costa Rica. Um, they, two of them have been here before. One of them, it's her first time. She's like 80 years old, and she's been wanting to come to the U.S. for as long as she can remember, but never had a real reason or a real opportunity to do that. Well, this year, since my aunts were coming, or since, yeah, since my aunts were coming up, um, they wanted to do something nice for her because she's not necessarily had the best, um, best go around on life. Uh, she was married, her husband died early, and uh, then she's got a couple kids. Um, I'm a shitty nephew. I don't, I, I don't really get into the full um, details behind everything. But anyway, so she, everybody chipped in and got her plane ticket. She got her passport, her visa, and they came, to, came from Costa Rica to Houston for about three, three and a half weeks. And um, she was just mind blown. She, she loved it. She thought it was amazing how clean everything was, um, the availability of everything. Because again, she's from a small town in Costa Rica which has grown a lot since my wife and I got married. But still, I mean, the biggest thing in the area immediately, immediately around her house is like five years ago, they paved the main road that came through their little section. And um, yeah, so that, that, that's about that. Um, anyway, so she had fun. Uh, my brother-in-law, he took uh, the aunts and, her, and my wife's mother to SeaWorld one weekend. And she loved the whale show so much, she had to watch it twice. So he was nice. He sat there with her, watched it a second time. And once you know it, the whale show is actually um, a little bit different each time. They don't always do the same stuff every time. I'm guessing that if you always go to, like, let's say the, the 8 o'clock show, those are always the same. But then the 10 o'clock show would be a little bit different. The 12 would be a little different or however far they're spaced out. But uh, yeah, so she got to watch two whale shows, totally loved it, and um, had, a, had a blast with it. So they finally went back home Friday last week. And um, yeah, so now it's just me, my wife, uh, her, her parents are at their house all by themselves now. And her mom's kind of lonely because she enjoyed having the ladies there to talk to. But you know, it is, it is what it is. And I really hate the fact that I keep saying that. But it does seem to be a, a theme, I guess. But it is something I'm trying to work on. I promise you that. I will work on not saying that all the time. Just like I've, since I've been doing this podcast, I've really had to work on the ands, the ums. Yeah, I tried to say it right there. But, you know, it is what... Uh, anyways, moving on from there. So what do I have coming up in the near ish future. November 2nd, there are two events going on here in Texas, one in Houston, one in the Austin area. Um, actually, the Houston event technically is in Conroe, and it's for a group called Barbecue for America, not America, America, too. 
because of the second event that they're holding called Barbecue for America. And I believe this year, I forget who their beneficiaries, I guess. You know, every time they have this event, they raise money, and then the money from the event goes to a particular group or, or fund or something. They, they raise money for veteran and first responder charities, I guess you could say. And so they are having their event on Saturday, November 2nd, and it will be a 12 to 10 p.m. event up in Conroe. And I should totally remember who, where they're holding it. But um, I, I'm, I'm a shitty person, I guess. I, I totally forgot where it was. It's not that I'm a shitty person. I am very forgetful. If I don't write stuff down, I forget stuff. So fortunately, thanks to the interwebs and everything, I can quickly go to my phone and see where everything is at. Like that. Barbecue for America. Live music. Um, and I'm, I have a bad habit I, because of this new camera thing. My camera is mounted here above my monitor. The monitor is here and I'm trying not to look at the monitor. I'm trying to look at you guys right here. But anyway, so this is going to be held at the Southern star brewery company at 3525 North Fraser street in Conroe seven, seven, three, zero, three. What else do I say here? I got to get that zoomed up. My wife will say it's because I'm old. And I say, no, it's just my eyes are, well, my eyes. So anyways, come and enjoy competition-level barbecue. Come enjoy competition-level barbecue prepared by professionals. That's a lot of peace. Listen to live music and help us take care of those who have given us our freedom. We are a nonprofit organization that deals with PTSD in a multitude of different areas, from service dogs to homeless care and everything in between. This organization takes care of our heroes. Vets, law enforcement, and first responders eat for free. So if you're a veteran, a first responder, or law, or, or law enforcement, although technically first responders are part of that category, then uh, I guess just make sure you got some kind of ID with you that proves that you are who you say you are, and then you get to eat for free. Uh, da, 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 da. It's a indoor, outdoor, rain or shine event. There will be vendors and kids activities. All you can eat barbecue plates plus the King and I food truck and Kona ice. Beer available for purchase. No outside alcohol allowed. So there you go. Saturday, November 2nd, 12 to 10 p.m. Barbecue for America. Because everybody lives a little America. All right. So that's one event. I wish I was going to that event. However, there was another event that came up. And uh, I'm sorry, Philip. I, I hate to say that it trumped your event. <laughs> but it is an event that I've, once I found out about it, I was very interested in going to. And I'd actually been bugging my wife for weeks about this. Um, and every time I would see one of their flyers pop up, I'd be like, hey, look, darling, that's in Austin. Andre lives in Austin. Hey, we can go hang out with him for a little bit, too. But anyway, so this event that I'm referring to is called VetFest number four. And um, that is being put on by OP veteran, op veteran, however you want to say it. I'm hoping to have 
their uh, their head honcho on the show possibly for next week's episode and then we clear up all the little uh, minor details and go from there but it is an event that I recently just signed up for or signed on to however you want to phrase it um, I'm going to be there as reclaimed American and I'll be doing some live streaming hopefully I might even be able to get a podcast episode or two recorded or maybe I'll just record a bunch of little mini segments with different people that are there and then just stitch them all together into one show. And actually I like that idea better. I might go for that. But anyway, so that is going to be the vet fest number four and it's going to be held at old settlers park in round rock. And uh, let's see here. If I can get out of this one, I will find that one and let you know a little more about it. Oh, good God. I, I, again, I see 20 million posts about this every day. All right, so here we go. BetFest, number four. So, yes, it will be at Old Settlers Park, November 2nd, from 12 to 5 p.m. Then there will be an after party from 5 to 9 p.m., and that's also going to be at Old Settlers Park, but at the Green Space Beer Garden, something or other. I'll get more details on that for next episode. But, um, yes. So pretty much this one, this vet fest, every vet fest, they dedicate it to a particular group. And this one will be dedicated to the fallen of the first Marine division. And I mean, they've got all kinds of people that are sponsoring it, different breweries, um, all kinds of different companies, all a majority of them veteran owned. And uh, yeah, so I think they said last year there was over 131 vendors at this event. And so far, they've already blown past that number. And they've got about 15 days left. Although by the time you guys hear this episode, there might only be about 10 days left because they cut off the registration dead or the registration deadline is October 15th. So if you're interested to go as a vendor, check it out. But that's where I'll be November 2nd from at least 2 to 5 p.m. now. 12 to 5 p.m. And most likely I'll also hang out for a while at the after party from 5 to 5 to 9. So there you go. <laughs> That'll be November 2nd. Um, so that's what I've got going on. Now, another thing that I do is I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Okay. And I get my inspiration from a lot of different sources. There are two shows in particular, though, that I, I don't miss at all, or let me rephrase that. I do not miss listening to an episode because I like their show so much. And one of them is Order of Man by Ryan Mickler. But then the other one is the Ed Milet show with Ed Milet. And I was listening to one of his episodes today. And the episode was called Let Your Effort Compound. And he had a very interesting point in this show. And basically what he said is he, he compared the business world with a pinata and it sounds kind of silly, but I assure you it made total sense. Um, imagine in the beginning of a business, you don't know jack shit. You don't know which way you're heading. You don't know which way you need to swing and you don't know what to do. Well, it's kind of like a pinata and a little kid. What do you do with the kid? You put them, you blindfold them, you spin them around really fast and you give them a bat or a broomstick or whatever. And you tell them, all right, start swinging. And it's kind of like that in the business world. 
you have an idea, you want to start a company, but you have absolutely no idea which way to go. And uh, after you're swinging around, almost knocking out the people in the, on the sides, you know, just waiting for you to hit that pinata, which kind of relate to when you start a business and you're struggling, you've got family members, friends, possibly even business partners. They're all, they're rooting for you. They're like, hit it, hit it, hit it. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You're swinging over here. Pinata's over there. And it's like, what do I do? You know? And eventually someone will, hopefully, eventually somebody will grab you and say, all right, look, dude, you're swinging this way. You need to swing this way. And they'll take you and they'll guide you and they'll, they'll put you in front of it. And they'll say, all right, now swing at it. So what does the kid do? The kid finally, boom, he connects, boom, he connects. But after like three or four hits, pinata still doesn't break. He still doesn't get the candy. And in the business world, once you get that business started, you've been pointed in the right direction and you know what you're doing, or hopefully you know what you're doing. Um, sometimes you'll swing, you'll hit, but deals fall through. Customers don't just come flocking to you like Field of Dreams, you know, build it and they will come. That's what I thought about a few businesses I've had in the past. Not so. It doesn't work that way um, because I built it and I didn't get jack shit. But here's the thing. After you, after you swing and you miss or you swing and you hit, but nothing happens, eventually you get tired. And this is exactly how he is explaining it in the, in the show, which I highly encourage if you're a podcast listener, go find the Ed Milet show, subscribe to it and listen. And this dude puts out tons of excellent advice. He has world-class um, guests on his show and Regardless of if you're in business for yourself or you're just a, excuse me, a stay-at-home mom, you'll get value out of his show. But anyway, so where was I? Damn squirrel moments. Um, so you, you get pointed in the right direction. You swing, you hit, swing, you miss, whatever. Nothing happens. So you get discouraged. And you, 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 they, then in the business world, maybe someone will say, well, hey, maybe that wasn't quite the way things should have gone or Hey, you're, you just need to step back for a minute. Let so-and-so take a swing at it. And so just like the kids with the pinatas, you get the next person and then they swing them around. They give them the bat, they swing, they miss, they swing, they miss. Eventually someone guides them in the right direction. They hit, they connect, but the pinata still doesn't break. What do you do? Well, now the next person's up and in the business world, it's like, all right, well, I got advice from so-and-so and it didn't work. Then I got advice from so-and-so and it still didn't work. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just in the wrong business. Maybe I need to just not be a business person at all, but go back to work for Joe Blow Schmo that I, I really hated it. was soul-crushing soul crushing work, but at least it gave me money. So you quit, you give up, and you go home. Well, in the pinata game, if you have like a line of kids and the first two up to bat, they swing, they connect, nothing breaks, nothing happens. Then the next couple of kids come along, come along, and they're like, eh, you know what? I'm tired of waiting for the candy. I'm going to go over here and play. Well, that's like you giving up on your dreams, giving up on the business, and you leave. And then you never, you never get a chance to get that candy. But those other kids, the ones that are still waiting in line or the ones that they had their chance and it didn't work out, but they're still waiting around. They're still, they're still in the trenches, you know fighting for this candy or 
in business case, you're still, you're hanging in there. You're still working it out. Maybe you got to step back a little bit and regroup, but you're still there. You're still in it. Well, eventually you're going to get a kid that's going to come along. He's just going to knock the crap out of that pinata. Candy's going to go flying everywhere. And everyone that stayed in it long enough and everyone that put in, um, God, who was it that says this? They, they phrase it as once you put in your tuition payments, you know, once you've been through, through hell, once you've been through all the shit and you eventually get there, it will happen. The thing is, most people give up before, before it happens. Like in the case of me and, and a previous business, I had to quit because if I didn't, I was going to lose the house. And I had to go back to work for someone else. But don't get me wrong. I still dream of having my own, my own success. You know, I don't want to just build wealth for somebody else all my life. I want to build wealth for myself, for my family, to leave a legacy to pass on to my children. And working for someone else doesn't necessarily do that, or at least not in the way I envision what I want for the future. So the question is, are you going to be the kid that gives up and goes off and plays on their own somewhere else? Or are you going to be the one that hangs in there, sticks with it, and has a determination to, to see it through and see the success at the other side? Get the candy. Get the job. Okay, maybe not get the job. Get the business going and, and, and be that winner. It, it just it takes time. It takes effort. Um, it's not going to happen overnight, kind of like this podcast. I'll be honest. I don't watch my download numbers. I have no idea how many people are actually listening to this or in this case now going to be watching this, but I have faith that one day all of you will start sharing it. God will give me the wisdom and the insight to continue with it and make it better. You know, like my wife, she's always saying, don't you want to practice more? Don't you want to like write it all out and have it scripted? And it's like, honestly, no, I don't want to be scripted. Like, you know, I showed you my little notepad from earlier, right? I've got just general little notes written down on it. Like here's some from some of the previous guests that I've had. And I just kind of write down little, little notes. And I find that to be much more effective. When people are reading off a script, whether, I mean, unless you're a really good actor and you can, do, you can read off a script and no one will know, then by all means, if you're that good, go for it. I'm not that good of an actor. I like to uh, like to keep things a little more. I don't. I don't want to use the word authentic, but I want it to flow. I want it to come from the heart, and that's that's my goal. You know, um, I'm even rethinking for this next interview. I, I've had like these canned questions, you know, that I had written down, and I'll send them out to the guests and be like, "All right, these are some of the questions that I might ask you." Not necessarily all the questions. Maybe I'll ask you more. Maybe I'll ask you less, but these are the general questions. And I've noticed because I've got these general questions, I tend to stick to those questions and I don't want that. So this next interview that I do, be prepared. Um, it could be a total shit show, which I don't think it will be, but it could be, or it could be the greatest thing ever. I'm hoping for that. I'm shooting for the stars. If I hit the atmosphere, I'll still be happy. Um, as long as I don't end up in the bottom of the ocean, we're all good. But uh, anyways, that's what I've got going on. There's my little tidbit of wisdom for the day. I hope you guys enjoyed this new format, this new setup. Um, I actually recorded an episode yesterday that would be this episode. And I don't know, I just ran through it so fast. 
I think I ha- I finished up at like eight minutes. I'm like, oh god, man. I, and it's one thing to say that I'm keeping the episode short and sweet. No, no, no. That was way too short. Definitely wasn't all that sweet. But um, today's episode so far, I'm running about thirty ish, thirty ish minutes. So I'm happy with this. And th- this is the. I want to keep these shows anywhere in somewhere in the 30 to 45 minute range. So there you go. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much it. Um, I appreciate y'all. Uh, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you tuning in. I love all of you. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you are listening on iTunes, please leave a rating interview, share it with all the people you can that helps grow the show. If you want to watch these videos, you've got to sign up for the Reclaimed American Podcast closed group. Search me on Facebook, or you can just type it in with your little fingers. It is facebook.com forward slash, okay, I think in the video it's that, forward slash groups forward slash Reclaimed American Podcast. Click on, you know, once it pulls up, hit the join button. I think it asks you a couple of stupid bullshit questions. Just make sure you're not some kind of a robot or whatever. Um, I'll approve you pretty much right away. And um, there you go. Then you can follow from Facebook. You can follow all these videos. If you are more of a YouTuber, by all means, find search out the uh, Reclaimed American. I think it's just Reclaimed American channel. And you'll see my, my little saw wheel logo. Um, reclaimed American and uh, you can see these videos there so I'm looking forward to it I'm excited about the whole video format I bit of a ham I like being in front of a camera I remember as a kid uh, just throw back a little bit here when I was a kid my sister and I used to record these little segments on one uh, one of my parents had some kind of a little probably wasn't that little but little video camera and or Maybe we did these live. I don't remember. But anyways, we would do these little scenes where like we'd be like news anchors or weather reporters or something. And uh, we, we just did that for fun. I mean, I think I was probably six or seven. And yeah, it was a good time. Then in high school, uh, I was in theater every year, except for the ninth grade year. Ninth grade, I had to take speech. And then 10, 11, and 12, I was in theater. But um, I, I love being up on stage. I love being in front of people. And I find it comfortable. I enjoy it. I used to be a trainer for a company I worked for. I would uh, teach people everywhere, anywhere from the, the lowest level technician all the way up to dudes with PhDs. I taught them how to use the equipment that we manufactured. I love doing that. And I tell you, the PhD guys... Man, sometimes <laughs> I swear they would hurt themselves with a butter knife if you gave one to them. Um, this one dude, I'll, I'll give you one story and then I'll get out of here. So one day I'm at a customer, we're walking down a hallway, okay, hallway, straight lines. The hallway turned and went straight again. So there's a little corner. I'm on this side, he's on this side. And as we're walking, I turn with the hallway, he keeps going straight runs right into the corner of the wall, puts a, he's wore glasses, totally knocked those off his face. He had like this line that went like right down his, his uh, little, little like rolled up skin here and down his cheek. 
and um, because he hit the damn wall so hard because he was so smart. His mind is in 20 million different directions, but he couldn't pay attention to a wall. Just saying. Anyways, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening. Remember to leave us a rating and review. Share, share us with your friends, and I will see you all next time. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Reclaimed American Podcast. If you're ready to do more and be more, start by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes or Google Play. Then join our community on Facebook and Instagram at Reclaimed American, and join us over on our website at reclaimedamerican.us.